0: Welcome to the Recruiting.technology Podcast, the best in HR automation, productivity, data, and more anywhere on these fine interwebs. Here are our hosts, Jason Roberts and Andrew Godomsky. Hi, this is Andrew Godomsky from the Sands Exposition in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Recruiting.Technology. I am Andrew Godomsky, and that is? Jason Roberts. Welcome, welcome everybody. It's another edition of the podcast from the beautiful Venetian Casino. And we're in the Alio booth, and Jason and I are today joined by Tracy Parsons, longtime friend and expert uh, in employment branding, marketing, and candidate experience. She is the founder and executive of PSC. And uh, we're going to talk about candidate experience in automation today. What do you think?
1: That sounds like fun. Let's All go right. right. Hi Tracy. Hi
2: guys. By the way, the way you talked about the Sands, like I felt like it was going to be an intro into like, a legit Sammy Davis Jr. wrap back moment like, <laughs> from the amazing like- Sands Hotel. <laughs>
0: Kind of like when they when on Wheel of Fortune, they're yes. like giving away a trip. Yes. And they're
1: like the beautiful Venetian hotel. It was.
2: It was. It was announcer you should, worthy.
0: You should hear my, you know, my Bigfoot monster truck show impersonation. Oh, nice. Sunday. We, Sunday. Sunday. We need to work
2: that in.
1: <laughs> that is now in a podcast. Yeah, that's we need to. We need to. You officially crossed over. Yeah, that's
2: a thing. That's our. That's our new
1: people. That's good. I'm, I'm sloppy on my on my table. My table is moving all over. That's not good. Okay, so what does PSC do?
2: So what we do is we are focused on creating delight for both candidates and for brands, right? So companies hire us to be the voice of the candidate. And what what we try to bring to them is insights and ideas that help them see what they're doing is either alienating or creating delight. And there's a lot kind of in between those two areas, but right now it's a lot of alienation and not a lot of delight. So we've helped a lot of companies redesign their talent experience, their candidate experience. Um, But we also help with, you know, recruitment, marketing, consulting, a lot of brand strategy. Um, We're kind of that go-to for helping people find great people and helping people find their dream jobs.
1: Very cool. Now, we're in the Alio booth. Yes. And Alio is all about automation, interacting with a bot. hmm Does interacting with a bot uh, get better or worse experiences for employees? Well,
2: it depends on how the bot's set up. Okay. Right? So, if you think about it, like, think about the basic automation that we've all used for the past 20 years with email, right? You set up your out-of-office. and You can set up a really crappy out of office message and that automation is gonna deliver that just fine. It'll happen. Or you could send something that feels more personal. And it's still automation, people know that it's still automation, but you can make them laugh, you can make them smile, you can make them feel good about what that automation message said to them. So I think that if we have a really thoughtful approach to how we start our machines to learn, to experience people as people, then we can deliver that. But frankly, right now, there is no response. There is no conversation. There is no ability to interact with a brand at all. So something like Alio is really powerful for the candidate experience because at least you can get questions answered. It's not a one-way, Conversation anymore. It's it's not a monologue. It's a dialogue now.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. There, there's this um, there's this feeling that you know, people may not want to interact with a bot, but it's better than nothing, right? That right. The thing that candidates complain about is not hearing anything. Right. And hearing something is better than nothing. But you're right. I, I like the out of office example, right? It can be very robotic. I am out of the office right now. I'll be back on this day, or it could be like I went out. I went to uh, Comic Con this year. And nice. Then, yeah, it was fun. Uh, so my out of office, I uh, I said right, I'll be gone. Here's where I'm going to be gone. Yeah. Here's who you talk to. Uh, by the way, here are ten super fun facts about Comic Con, which is where I'm going to be. And I had that listen in, and like I got so I got so much email traffic from people commenting on my out of office. It was it was bizarre.
2: There so is great. not an out-of-office message that I've ever set up that I haven't gotten a response from somebody that said, that is the best out-of-office special. ever. You just take the time. Even at, like, I think my last one was, like, greetings, human. Nice. This is Tracy's robot. <laughs> but it'll still be fun because she set me up this way. That's good. Right? So it's, you just let people know what's going on. And for the people who don't want to interact with the robots, there's this really cool thing on the internet. It looks like an X and you can click it and the robot goes away. You don't have to interact with it it's an option now I do get a little I do get a little uh, uncomfortable when it's just a constant like hey, 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 come talk to me yeah. um, but a lot of times it's nice to be reminded that there's somebody to talk to
1: yeah. well you know what? I so just in my consumer life because when you're talking about candidate experience actually a lot about it's it's a consumer experience yeah. discussion, right? Because it's you're dealing with kind of the masses of, of people there, uh, just like you would in a consumer deal. So in the, the, the consumer experience that people have, they're dealing with bots all the time, yes. right? So they, like, my bank.
2: Yes. No, nobody
1: calls me from the bank. Right. Nobody, uh, nobody sends me a direct message. It's always a bot. And I'm actually kind of grateful for those messages, right? They, hey, something looks weird. You... You, you spent money funny yeah I did I spent way more money than I normally do sorry <laughs> right. but that was me yes right? yeah. yes,
0: yes I can confirm I did that I confirm my bad <laughs>
2: that was my yes I found my Amex <laughs>
0: <laughs> is this really you in Las Vegas purchasing purchasing this right now yes, yes. <laughs>
1: Did you really buy a bottle service
0: at this place? <laughs> exactly.
2: I absolutely yes, I did. did. I absolutely
1: did. Do not tell my wife.
0: <laughs> you know, but 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 you're but you're right. I mean, it is better than nothing. And I think that, you know, that that's the other thing is, you know, do you just use you, you can use anim, uh, automation to kind of stop that void. Yes. Right? So, you know, I I, I keep on telling the companies they said, "You have no excuse for the black hole." Correct. Like it's impo- Zero. So, so, so when you have a black hole, it's now actually by design, not because there isn't an option to get them out.
2: You're choosing that. You're choosing you to You're absolutely this. choosing that. That's right. And so that's that's not right. Like we, again, and we talk and you've heard this a thousand times, like the candidate is a consumer. I don't buy that anymore. No? I, I've believed that for a long time. I'm not buying it anymore because then we've gotten to this place where, well, it needs to be like an Amazon-like experience. I'm like, you know what, if I am ordering toothpaste from Amazon, which my sister really gives me a hard time about, but I want to go a couple clicks and I want that to show up in my house in two hours, right? If I'm changing jobs, that is not ordering toothpaste. There needs to be some level of purposeful friction placed into this transaction so that I can make a good decision to proceed forward or not.
1: But not knowing, not being able to control your fate in any way. Yes, that's not okay. That's
2: the problem. Right. 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 And I think what we've what we've been looking at, and I've I've been doing some really badass social listening yeah. on candidate experience of what job seekers out on the internet are actually saying yeah. about I like my job, I hate my job, I want a new job, I need a new job. Um, you know, I'm looking for a new job. All the things that people are talking about. Yeah. In that need stage, in that moment where somebody is going to make a decision to leave their job, the negative sentiment is right around 45%. When they've made the decision to start looking, the positive sentiment is right around 50%. So it absolutely shifts, okay? So when we think about the friction points in the candidate experience, we put all the friction points right now in the application. That's where all the friction is. You have to jump through this insane hoop, right? Where automation helps us is it smooths that friction on that friction point, which should be smoothed, right? Give us your information, give us, let us pre-screen you, let us do this quickly before you go through the hurdles of this application, let us allow you to screen in, screen out here. But where I think we lose a lot of the friction that we should be having is in that education phase, which is what I'm excited for automation to bring to the table, right? So if I know that this sort of thing works for me, it doesn't work for me as a professional, I wanna be able to ask the bot and allow that machine learning component to come back with me to say, you know what, maybe this isn't the one for you. Here's what it really means to work here, and you can decide if this is the right thing for you, right? So we've we've got no friction up top. We've got all the friction later in the thing, and that's what keeps breaking everything about the candidate experience.
1: Interesting. So uh, are you finding that companies are... Um Hesitant to tell candidates where they where they are. So it's one thing to to not tell candidates where they are because it's hard to communicate in mass. Sure. To, um, at each stage, it's the systems aren't set up appropriately to trigger notifications so that you can so that people just know when they move from one status to another or even what that means. That's that's one possible problem. The other problem is we don't want you to know where you are in the process. Do you find that a lot of companies are like are thinking? We don't want you to know how, where you are in the process, how long it normally takes us to do this, how long you're likely to be sitting here. Are people hesitant to give that information to other candidates?
2: I don't think they have the information to give them. So I did this really big session with one of my customers earlier this year, and I interviewed, I did, I think it was 20 focus groups over a three-day period. We talked to hiring managers, two or three different groups of hiring managers. We talked to the recruiters. We talked to the sourcers. We talked to new hires. We talked to silver medalists. We did all of this information. And everybody pointed to the other person of where the ball was dropped. Gotcha. Right? So recruiters were like, no, it's the hiring managers. The talent thought it was HR. Like Nobody had any semblance of accountability to this because there's no service level agreement amongst these groups, right?" right? So a lot of times somebody will sit in this status of whatever it is, you know, holding pattern of decision pending or whatever, um, recruiter review, whatever you want to call it. Right. But the problem is, is that we have not made the decision. Right? Like I'm a big believer in deciding. The secret to life for me is deciding. You make a decision, you commit to it, you go for it.
1: Decide Just
2: And go, right? You, we don't decide, we haven't decided that we are going to take action on those actions. Right. We do the action, but we don't trigger anything after well, and, that.
0: But there's, and there's an opportunity with automation And you know we've been doing this for a while, but it's like, I just tell clients and I said, we're gonna either do things the way that you've always done it, or we're gonna do it a better way. Uh Uh-huh, your choice. Your choice. What's the better way? I said, you're gonna automate all the way to the interview schedule. Yeah. And they're like, how are we gonna do that? I said, you hire 9,000 of these people a year, but you have no assessments. And they're like, okay. I said, we're gonna automate the assessments. We're gonna insert assessments. If they pass the assessment, and they go ahead and apply, they're automatically going to be scheduled with a hiring manager these for the skills job. assessments? Yeah. Okay. I said, if they apply and do the assessment and we tell them, thank you for applying, you're now going to be assessed. If you do, you tell them in the process before they apply, yes. okay, oh, this application process is going to take three minutes. You're swiping right. As soon as you swipe right, you're now going into a 25-minute assessment. If you do well on the assessment, we are then going to send you a note saying, Thank you, you've scored quite well. We're interested in having you talk live with a recruiter or a manager about your candidacy. Can you schedule? But you tell them that before they start. And then you say, are you ready to get started right because now it's like do i have an interview today right right and it's like oh well i don't want to interview today great That's because cool. i don't if, if you know if you don't want to talk to one of our team tomorrow or the next day or this week why did you apply to a job right because you, you assumed it's going to take 40 days for us to get back to you no we're ready to go
2: we're ready to go which is going to be the most fascinating paradigm shift to watch the candidates go through, right? They, we have trained them to exhi- to ex- exhibit some of our own worst behaviors, right? And you've seen all this ink about candidate ghosting and somebody not sending thank you notes and all this nonsense of like, oh, they're ghosting us now. And I'm like, where do you think they learned it? They learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> like
0: it's, I,
2: it's an after-school special.
0: I still so have good. customers. You know, we say... Now, the customer gets all these applications. Meanwhile, they have all these interviews set up. But the job has remained open, and I'm like, "There's an alert going off to take the job off the web page. Take it off." Yeah. They're like, "Well, no, we have to." Like, no. All you're doing is you are creating an opportunity for your team to say no. And every one of those people, you say no. I don't know what percentage have a mortgage with you, but you just told potentially a customer that pays you every month. If this is a bank, right no right. oh really oh maybe i'll just refinance at the end of the year right. with another bank
2: correct yeah and i think well and i think what's interesting is they're start, there's a lot more brands that are starting to understand that correlation but they don't know how to invest in it i think that's one of the things like they don't they're they're really struggling to make the case a lot of times they might see like they're connecting the dots more now than ever as as far as i can tell you might disagree with that but i, I think they're starting to connect the dots with this crappy thing that we've set up over here, this process that is inefficient and doesn't work for either party, right? And the better way, what you're talking about, but then they still get hung up with that thing over there. Well, we've gotta leave it up. We've gotta leave it up because if we don't leave it up, people might not apply. Sweetheart, you have enough people. You have a slate full of great people. Take it down take it down because every day it's up you're alienating 60 percent of the people
0: yeah well i mean i still don't understand you know remember so we all know carrie corbin she was over at america yeah, yeah. she's now over at Dell. but when she was there i'm like pretty please let me install that people can apply with their membership number i'm like pretty oh, yes. please let me test it with you and she's like you're out of your mind i'm like i will make it work i'm like can you imagine if you actually Wait, where was this? for American, American Airlines. Airlines I would 100% love to see that That's And the I'm like thing please ever. I asked Andres at Whole Foods I'm like let them apply with their loyalty number Yes And he's like what and I'm like you will know if your candidates actually consume your product Right Right I'm like, dude. Are you like? So, so now all of a sudden, like, if you had like some vice president, somebody's like a manager in like, you're hiring some technologist, and their elite status at American, and you just told them to kiss off. What's wrong with you? Hi, Delta. It's like hi, Delta. You know, so it is like I'm like, pretty. I'm like, by the way, like I guarantee you, you can. By the way, you can use like, um, you guys ever hear of epsilon? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So, right. So they have something like. The loyalty program data for something like two thousand brands. So
2: I worked for that. Right.
0: So it's <laughs> like, oh, well, you already outsource your loyalty program numbers anyway to the one company, so they can just go ahead and like apply with their loyalty number, and we have all the data of the people. I'm like, they're all like looking at me like, but why would we do that? <laughs> because it's because it's I'm awesome. The people you're hiring are your customers. That sounds good.
1: We should
0: do that, right? You that. But I think that we're getting to. I think we're we are cresting
1: yeah.
0: to where these types of conversations are a little bit more feasible for people to accept.
2: Yes, I'm feeling that as well. I really yeah. am feeling. I think. I think we're starting to get there. I like the cresting. I uh, you know, yeah. that is. It feels right.
0: Yeah. Uh, what? No. Yeah. I, so all right. So Tracy, Andrew, give, give us a give us a takeaway. You're walking around here, and so before we wrap something around experience or engagement that you saw on the floor you know are you seeing a movement are you disappointed did you really love something Be smart right now
2: (laughs) 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 no and I I am gonna I am really gonna advocate for the automation movement Um, it has to be done well Um, I wrote I wrote a piece that Alio picked up uh, about buying recruitment chatbots, and I went and studied, I think, six of them. And um, they are varying, you know, capabilities, but they all have a lot of things that are doing the same. They have a lot of things that are the few differentiations. But if you're buying these tools, you have to implement them in a smart way that is going to drive the experience. Just because you plug it in doesn't make it good, right? You have to make it good. And I think the thing that all HR tech, right? All HR tech is amazing but it's only as amazing as the strategy it supports
1: right, right?
2: If, if you have if you're just buying something because it's freaking cool okay. i have a closet full of freaking cool shoes that i would like to show you
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but you know the ones that the ones that i'm constantly wearing those are the ones that are solving the problem for me and we have to buy technology that's solving our problems uh, and we have to be thoughtful about how we're plugging this in what it's going to do for us and as we're doing it we have got to be thinking about what it's going to do for them. This is the first time in history I'm hearing, I'm seeing people talking about, oh, well, what do they think? Oh, yay! We have to start thinking about what they're thinking about, right? And start on what we need. We need to wonder what they need.
0: Tracy, how do people find you?
2: Oh, website at wwwparsonssc two s's and a c. dot com. I'm on Twitter at tparsons and LinkedIn Tracy Parsons, red sweater, blonde hair.
1: Like you, you describe your picture. That's awesome. Well, that.
2: there, it's it's not an uncommon name. Okay. Um, Tracy with an E, T R A C E Y.
1: Yeah. What happens when you change the picture?
2: So that'll be, well, then I'll just be able to do that. In fact, I, I got new headshots taken yesterday. So by um, so the time
0: you post this, you won't be red sweater while
1: I'm here.
2: Well, it'll be a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah.
0: There right. you go. All right. Well, well. thank you so much, Tracy. Absolutely. On behalf of Tracy Parsons, Jason Roberts, this is Andrew Godomsky of Recruiting Tech Te- Recruiting Technology signing off from the Sands yeah. Exposition at oh, HR Tech. Beautiful Venetian. At the beautiful Venetian, Venetian Casino. 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 <laughs> all right. Thanks all. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook or reach out to us directly through our website at www.recruiting.technology.